Sally Lucas. We are heading off to Tasmania, but we're also going to look at some things which are really good for families to go and do the top 10 on the bucket list. We are talking travel, Sally Lucas and I, and uh, looking forward to this. Now, if you've got a family, you need to know where to take them and you need to know what are the best places. So we've got a bucket list. We do. And this is a bucket list that's been put together mainly to try and get everyone, not just the kids, off their devices and connect with your family and your friends, of course, but also venturing out for adventure to reunite yourself with nature and wide open spaces, etc. So these are just some of the places that they consider that, as I said, it doesn't have to be a family, of course. They're all on my list, I can tell you all, most of them anyway. <laughs> um, Galapagos, of course, Jane, I think you'd agree. I mean, children would be blown away by that as well as adults. So much variety of wildlife. Yeah, so bird I mean... Wildlife, oh, yeah, it's fantastic. And incredible for photography, of course, and where you can practice all of that these days as well. So it's it's pure, it's isolated, you know, it's wilderness, it's wildness, it's everything. So that's one. The next one, well, again, I can't help but agree, Antarctica. So, I mean, and these days we do have these beautiful world-class polar expedition vessels that are purpose-built, that are very safe and safe to the environment as well. So that's worth considering as well. And I mean, if you want to see penguins, you're going to see thousands, <laughs> yes. aren't you? Oh, that wonderful white continent, driest, windiest, etc., coldest, whatever. But it is absolutely unbelievable. And, of course, you get the chance, chance rather to camp on the ice. You can get the chance to kayak so long as you've got the capabilities. Of course, there will be an age restriction for children on that, of course. Moving right along with another A, Alaska. Again, another spectacular destination to visit, which, of course, you see all the the whales cruising up and down through there. And again, you can kayak, you can do all sorts of wonderful things all around those Alaskan on sea and on land, but certainly on sea. This is a place that has always fascinated me. A friend of mine's been there and she said it was absolutely mind-blowing. Costa Rica. And again, you've got sloths, that's where your sloths come from, which mm-hmm. are incredible creatures. And you've got monkeys and toucans, rainforests, bubbling volcanic mud pools, um, you know, all sorts of things. You've got um, 14,000 green sea turtles have been counted at one stage over there. So um, amazing place. Another one is Baya in California, which again, um, you've got lovely whales, you've got wonderful sand dunes, dolphins. They've got leaping mobula rails, rays rather. I've never heard of them before. M-O-B-U-L-A. They're obviously a type of ray. And water's filled with sea lions, uh, just the world's aquarium at your feet. Iceland is another one. Well, fantastic, isn't it? When you think about it, it's from volcanoes to waterfalls to ice to, you Mm. know, the amazing plethora of what that has in its geography. The Bahamas, well, of course, that's a beautiful part of the world as well with wonderful lagoons and mangroves and flamingos and, yes, iguanas, all sorts of interesting things. Maine, I thought that was an interesting one, Um, to go up to Maine and apparently you can... Once you're cruising through there, they explore all these tiny islands in a zodiac and you hike into beautiful spruce forests and so on. And all these quaint little tiny villages are all brightly coloured and just quite a fascinating part of the USA. Lastly, but certainly not leastly, the whole continent of Africa, any part of that is just (laughs) 
wonderful, whether pick it's southeast, yeah, <laughs> any part, just pick a part. And so there you go. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot more than that, but there certainly a lot you could add to your bucket list. So places your kids will enjoy, but also you will enjoy, even without the kids. Exactly right. Talking travel, Sally Lucas and I, and. One of the uh, parts of Australia that is very special indeed, partly because it's so different from a lot of the rest of Australia, is Tasmania. It is, Jane, and I just think, well, I can't wait to get back down there, just put it that way. It's three years ago, I think, this April, since we were last down. Of course, with COVID, we haven't been able to get get back yet. But I just love Tassie. I love everything about it. I know the weather can be a little bit iffy sometimes, but you just got to be prepared for that. Just just dress accordingly. Make sure you always have a warm jacket. It doesn't matter what time of the year it is. Pack a warm jacket always. Didn't Billy Connolly and others say uh, there's no such thing as bad weather, only bad clothing? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely right, Jane. This is just a lovely little itinerary I stumbled across, actually, uh, with Ponant Cruises. And they're actually doing a cruise on the 23rd of December this year down to Tassie. Or from Tassie, sorry. Um, it starts in Tassie, not yeah, in Hobart. So, I, and what you're going to do, not only are you going to see the most wonderful parts of Tasmania, at the end, you view the end of the yacht race and have New Year's in Hobart at the end. Whoa. So how good would that be? Mm, that'd be pretty special to see the the leading boats yeah, coming Yeah, it would be fantastic. So what you do is you start in Hobart, as I said, and of course, it's the second oldest city in Australia, Hobart, and it's got a lot of history, a lot of lovely restaurants. I mean, just the waterfronts. It's a lovely little city. It's easy to walk around, get around. It's delightful. And then you go down along the um, Tasman Peninsula, and, of course, you've got those incredible dolerite spires that come out of the sea and those cliffs. It's just so, looks so ancient, doesn't it, Jane, when you look at it? It's just amazing. And you'll often see fur seals and dolphins and penguins and everything when you go down there. And then you go right down as far as the Tasmanian uh, Wilderness World Heritage Area as well. And you also then go on to King Island where you get to sample a lot of the lovely local produce by the world's top chefs. Um, You go on to the Tamar Valley, following the Tamar Valley wine route. Again, doing some lovely uh, tasting of the region's gourmet produce. Um, And also you go to the Ile des Folk or Seal Island, which is home to several breeding seabird species, including little penguins, short-tailed shearwaters and fairy prions. So there you go. Then back in Hobart, you have a couple of days just to do what you like. And there's so much you can do there. We've talked about Mona before, Museum of Old and New Art. You can just get a ferry across uh, Mount Field National Park, uh, you know, Russell Falls. It's just delightful. You you can duck down and go to Port Arthur. I mean, there's just so much. Richmond, you know, New Norfolk, um, the lovely agrarian restaurant if you wanted to go out there, which is very special. So there's a salmon farm where they breed salmon. I mean, you could go on. There's just so much to do in and around Hobart. It's just, I think, a beautiful beautiful destination and of course if you want to extend I mean this is just the length of this particular itinerary which is 11 days by the way um, from the 23rd of December through till the 2nd of January I think it finishes yes Monday the 2nd of January Friday the 23rd of December you could add on of course and then go across and do the west coast if you wanted to as well so there's plenty on offer in Tassie and a lovely way to do it we love doing it by car as well you know I think it's a great way camper van car whatever and you know you can just 
take some produce as you go then if you have a little chiller bag or an esky and you might be, whether you're camping or whether you're going back to a hotel, you can sit there and have your own little nice gourmet cheese platter or something with a nice glass of tazzy wine. Or, And, of course, they're producing beautiful um, distilled spirits as well down there, won awards, world awards for, for their whiskey and also their gin. So, you know, and you can go to the tasting rooms in Hobart. And the other nice thing you can do there is go to the Antarctic Expedition, which is the, they've built a replica of Mawson's hut, which is incredible. And the black and white footage and some of the reels, it really is, you've got to give yourself time to really soak all that in. It's, it's, it's a fabulous thing to do while you're there as well. On your station too and your RFM, Sally Lucas and I are talking travel. Time to see what's in the hot deals basket of the travel marketplace today. What have you got for us today, Sal? Okay, we've been talking a little bit about cruising today. So um, we all know the world is opening up gradually now, um, except for Western Australia. I had to slip that in. Um, So... If you want to take advantage of an all-inclusive luxury river cruise in Europe this year, that's uh, packages including your airfare to get you there, which is which is quite remarkable. So you don't even have to worry about shopping around for the airfare with Qatar Airways, and you can do anything from like a a little tiny eight-day. Paris Normandy cruise where you're cruising through Normandy's countryside which is just fabulous and um, you go to the medieval capital of Rouen and Monet's home in Giverny at the famed Normandy beaches and then you go right up to a 15 day like the Amsterdam to Vienna the longer of the cruises which is still wonderful where you're going along the most scenic parts of those three rivers the Rhine the Main and the Danube and then you've got another nice little one which is um, Menace uh, Menace Milan and Venice I'm combining the two words together and calling it Menace Oh dear, slip of the tongue. Milan, Venice and the Gems of Northern Italy, it's 10 days and that's wonderful as well because you're go, going through the history of Milan, Venice and Northern Italy as well. So that's that's wonderful. You do Northern Italy's bloody, uh, that lovely exquisite coastline. And there's another interesting one which is include, including rather a, um, a luxury private train journey on Golden Eagle Rail as part of the itinerary and it's doing the Danube and the castles of Transylvania Whoa. where you can uncover the myth of Canada. Dracula as well. So that is another interesting itinerary. Now, all of these, um, as I said, have got airfare included. um, And you can also, they've got a special upgrade to business class if you wish, or another way they give you a cruise reduction on the actual cruise. Now, those offers are available up until the 4th of March. Um, so just keep that in mind. Now, we were talking Antarctica as well, Jane, or Hertie Gruten. They've got a wonderful um, 14-day itinerary, of course, that does that Antarctic peninsula that we've talked about many times before, where the penguins outnumber the people, only two seasons and no time zones. And it includes the airfares from Australia with a couple of nights in Buenos Aires at the beginning and end, plus your cruise. And that starts from under $12,000. So I think that is really very good value for mm. airfare included plus your Antarctic cruise, so just keep that in mind. Um, And we were talking Tassie, and of course that was on Ponant, that cruise, which has got some absolutely fabulous inclusions. You get the finest food and wine on board this French vessel. It's a stunning vessel, Le La Perouse, it's called, of course, after uh, La Perouse here, uh, because they're mainly basing it to cruise a lot of their time in Australia. And that particular 11-day package was under $10,000 as well, and just available till sold out basically so yeah because that's for the end of this year so you need to get in early yeah. so yes we are looking ahead when we want to think about booking things aren't we for we travel certainly are yes yeah um, but it's all good fun planning more time Absolutely. to plan 
Oh, planning's half the fun, Jane, don't you think? It is. It is definitely a great deal of fun. So thank you so much. Thanks, Jane. And uh, you can catch this program on podcast if you would like to nurfm.com.au. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.